Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my majestic universe. This is the Pro Wrestling Zone Podcast, a majestic production, where you will hear the news and reviews of everything professional wrestling with a twist. You have never heard another pro wrestling podcast like this. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And without further ado, let me introduce to you your hosts of the Pro Wrestling Zone, Tiger Height and Peanut Gallery. Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Zone number four. We have two really big subjects. I am Tiger Height. This is Peanut Gallery. What's up? And a lot has been happening in wrestling to an extent, but I really want to talk about two things. Let's start with the Ric Flair, um, the man trademark, and his threat against WWE as a part of All a right, legal yeah. battle. Um, so if you're not aware, Ric Flair has announced, uh, with TMZ of all places that Because that's a reliable news source. I mean, it's more reliable than most. Well, that's true. I mean, at least they get, like, audio and shit. It's not like they just report whatever. Right. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a tabloid news source. Right, exactly. Now, it, like I said, that could be good, that could be bad, but that's where he did that. Right. Um, his company has officially uh, put in a filing for trademarking the man in a wrestling form, which means that if he is successful on this, WWE would have to... Yes, would have to pay him for Becky Lynch to use it. Right. And they would not be able to do that. Yeah. And of anything, they would say, okay, the Becky Lynch cannot use the man anymore. Right. Which would be a really bad idea. Yeah. Well, because she's, you know, essentially her her entire push to the top was was predicated off of this idea. So right. That nope. that that would not be good. Yeah. Um. So as of right now, it's still kind of in that little um limbo stage. Right. And WWE has not made a formal um acknowledgement of this. Yep. Ric Flair's daughter Charlotte is still signed with WWE. This whole thing, I guess, has caused a bit of a rift between them, which I think is ridiculous. But But hey, at least the four horsewomen are coming back ish. 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 Um obviously with Bailey Sealtron and they're really kind of developing it, but um Peanut Gallery, what do you think about this whole Ric Flair thing? On, uh, I don't have an opinion about it. It just is. I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't. I'm surprised he didn't do it way beforehand. Well, obviously he's doing it because he's just bored and old and wants popularity contests. Whatever, who cares? He's been using this since 1981. You would think after that much time, he would want to file a trademark for it. Nah, I, I don't think it was really a, much of an issue until all of a sudden he realized, oh, look, Becky Lynch is getting really popular she's off of it, and I want money. She's been using this for, like, almost over a year. 
Well, the man, know, the man Rick, was a Rick thing. Flair, Rick Flair is always a gold digger. Always, I don't like Rick Flair very much. Really? You don't like Flair? Nah, he's he's kind of an asshole. Why? Just e- explain to me what is wrong. I have no problem with him doing this trademark thing. I, I have a problem with him taking advantage of of now that someone is successful because of a trademark he supposed or because of a phrase he supposedly used. How many other people are using the man? In a wrestling form? Yeah, in a wrestling format. Shit, I don't know. Who's who's not world famous like Becky Lynch. Of course, he's just trying to attack Becky Lynch because I'm sure that one of his wives conned him out of a ton of money and now Ric Flair is just desperate. And I, I understand. He's just desperate for attention or for fame or for something. You are not liking him whatsoever. Like, I don't like this. No, he is just, he is, he's riding off the coattails of someone else and he's like, oh, well, I use this forever. I'm like, really? Yes. Really? I don't yes. care if he have. If he hasn't filed a trademark on it, right. then fuck you. And if it was like somebody who wasn't Ric Flair, I think I would have a problem with it. But it's not like Ric Flair was a slouch. He was. What? Oh. Oh, your phone. My phone went off. I'm like, what the hell was that? Anyway, um, totally lost my train of thought there. He said Ric Flair is not a slouch when he totally is. He's not. Ric Flair is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But arguably. But, but now, well, nowadays he's, he's like seven. Not. He's like almost eighty goddamn years old. But he's he's. He has other intentions. He's not. He's not trying to do this. The intention was not pure, and I I understand that. His intentions are actually very impure, and I totally think that he shouldn't go through with this. If he did this, if 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 he if he did this like in the nineties, that would be one thing. But he's doing this now, and obviously he's doing it because someone else is successful. That's not Ric Flair. Right. Um, he's copyrighted Nature Boy, which makes sense. He's copyrighted to be the man. He's right. copyrighted, um, I mean, he's done this, and he's made a career, and right. he's, been, he's been doing the same thing since the early 80s when he was calling himself the man. Right, but but obviously, if, if this he, was a problem, he would have said something a year ago right. to the WWE, but now he's saying it for whatever reason. I don't know why. Maybe he has, like, a new person that's telling him to do it. Maybe he didn't really care, because he's like, you know. Well, he should continue to not care then. I, right. He, how, how hard is this? Obviously, he's he could he could do a lot more with what he has done, and he can get paid for a lot right. more things. Like I said, this is not like doesn't he have a new endorsement deal anyway? Yeah, like Nike or something. Yes, he does. Yeah. So, um, and that's a big time contract too. And maybe you're right. Maybe it's because one of his wives with this Nike deal has been saying you need to cough up some more money. Maybe that's why. I don't understand why he's doing it. I yeah. think he has. I think he has every right to do so. I think he has every right to do so, but I don't think his intentions are at all pure. And I no, hate him for it. of course not. It's Ric Flair. I'm sorry, but Ric Flair is not a saint. He's right. never been. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, that man know, that, again, again, they should have done this like a year ago. I've been playing. I'm playing devil's advocate with this. I mean, he should have. Yeah, he should have. Spoke up and said something when Becky Lynch started to call herself the man. Right. She was the hottest thing in wrestling. Yeah. Becky Lynch's tires have kind of been treading water for the last couple of months. 
Not saying that it's bad because Becky Lynch is still one well, of the just, most popular that's, things. That's WWE's creative storytelling. Right. I mean, for that's you, that's but something that's, different. But yeah. if I was fucking Ric Flair, I would have said something when the iron was white freaking hot. Right. I mean, Ric Flair was the. I mean, he should have been. He should have done this in the eighties. Why didn't he do it when he first started speaking about it? I don't know. He's had the trademark for Nature Boy for a really long time. But I don't care about that. The problem is the timing. The timing. The timing is weird, and the timing is putting, I think, I think it put a bad taste in my mouth, and I don't have respect for him. I never really had much respect for Ric Flair as a person, but... He's, right. He's just. He's. He's. This he's is not. This is not helping. Doing this. This, this is. This is not. This is not, this is not. Right. This is not helping him with WWE whatsoever. Because right. WWE is putting a lot of money and faith into this. The idea. man. The man right. character for Becky Lynch because exactly. it's so radically different. Right. Um, Ric Flair. He. He's really burning this bridge. Yes, he's, he is. I think he set this bridge on fire, and I really hope that Charlotte, with this possible new babyface churn, going up against Bailey, which I'm actually really excited for. It's something eh, different. I don't know. Charlotte doesn't seem like much of a face type. Person Maybe she could be me. an anti-hero like Becky Lynch, because Becky Lynch has never gone out and said she is a babyface. Right. She does heel things. She right. acts like a heel. Charlotte can be a babyface. Right. We've seen it before. Right. And she's a good babyface. Exactly. Now, as of right now, a lot of people are like, oh, she gets another title opportunity. I'm sorry. There's nobody in WWE on the women's division that can touch her. Right. Charlotte is... She's, she's untouchable. She's just good. I'm sorry. When you're good, you get those opportunities. Right. Roman Reigns was never really bad. Right. He's not. I'm he sorry. He's just overpushed, and the problem is, again, another topic for another day, right. but WWE has a certain reputation about doing this kind of crap. Right. Um, Ric Flair is... I, I really hope that WWE does not take out this whole thing with Ric Flair on Charlotte. That's my point. I, I don't think that they will. I think that they're too smart for that, but still, it's it, the timing of it just seems off. And, you know, again, I don't know why he's doing it but it has something to do with money he oh it definitely money. is right that's all it's about it's all about money of course it is that's how corrupt rick flair is <laughs> it's rick like i said it's rick flair he's not a saint in any right. aspect he lives that nature boy gimmick yeah he he lives that lifestyle but god damn it at least he's honest about it and that lifestyle costs money right <laughs> yes there's there's a lifestyle and i think if he really want to protect his protect his name Name. Yeah. He should have copyrighted the man a long time ago because then this wouldn't have been a problem. You're you're fine. All right. Yeah. Will you stop fucking around with your shit? Sorry. What are you? Why? You were fine. God. Well, I was. I just wanted to check the timing and wanted to make sure that. Oh I God. Was we're, my, okay. We're only ten minutes in. Yeah, Chill. That's, all right. Well. Um. So. Anyways. Um. I mean. I guess we can talk about the news i mean that was a big one of the big news stories of right. the week um the other one i had it on i took it off because i'm like oh i was seeing how long right. we can do this rick flair thing but not a lot has happened outside of what we are already know right you know, but, you know besides uh besides the case of the missing world title now i don't know if you heard about this, this. shit this, okay so a lot of people had the speculation of the AEW World Champion, this was a part of a storyline, right? And it wouldn't be surprising to me, but how this? But it wasn't. It was found. Yeah, they found it in the middle of the road. Um, <sighs> I don't 
This guy's name. He, he tried to sell it on Craigslist. So this, so this, this is the story to what I am aware of, and to, this is what I think happened. They were oh. packing. Oh, there what goes the? My mic. Well, you need to like stop moving around. Hello. No, there you oh, go. Oh, there I am. I'm back. Hi. All right. So stop moving around. Okay. I will stand still. Like yes. This. Yes. Stand still. Hopefully that did not fuck up your audio. We'll listen back with it. No. I just saw it go out now. Anyways, go on with the story. So this is what happened, and this is what I think happened. The AEW World Champion was in a black velvet bag, and Chris Jericho used a limousine company to do that. I think they put the title either on top of the ambulance, or the ambulance, on top of the limousine, or on the trunk, yeah. and they forgot about it, and they just oh. didn't see it. I've done that before. Um, and also, it was at night. Right. So, um, it probably slipped off when they turned. Yeah. Because where they found it was in the median. Right. Like, on the side. And the guy who found it thought it was a prop. Yeah. So, he... Well, he doesn't follow... He didn't follow... Pro, he doesn't follow pro wrestling. So, of course, he's, he doesn't know what, what it is that he's looking at. Right. And then he saw on the news that they're looking for this championship. Right. And that's when he turned it in. Um, yeah. He was briefly investigated right. as being the person who stole. Because initially right. they saw somebody they stole. They saw that someone had stolen it. Right. And that was the word that's been used the entire time. Right. Um, but it wasn't. He, they it was tracked, misplaced. Right. They tracked his GPS coordinates. They tracked everything. He was not anywhere near right. um, Anywhere near the, from the airport to the limousine to Jericho. Right. Um, or to Longhorn Steakhouse, which also bothers me. Uh, why does that bother you as much as the Chris, fact... Chris Jericho is eating at Longhorn Steakhouse. Yeah, so? That's obnoxious. He's American. He does what he wants. <sighs> I love you, Jericho. Well, actually, he's from Canada, so he's I, actually a Canadian. But I love, he still does what he wants. I love you, Jericho, but for God fucking sake... I mean, with this, I need a little bit of the bubbly, okay? <laughs> well, yeah, right. I love how he. I love. I love that. He got that, that over. Yeah, Apparently, a little bit of the bubbly is getting over because Jericho. I swear to. He made a clipboard get over. Like, right. come on. <laughs> That's Jericho for you. He'll make. He'll make just about anything get over. Now another person that we can talk about being one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all right. time is Chris Jericho. Oh, and then oh, and then he doesn't sue the WWE. For, for any reason. Well, no, he doesn't because Jericho knows his value. Right. He copyrighted Chris Jericho in WCW. Right. That, Rey Mysterio did that in yeah. WCW. Right. And it's like he knew he knew the value right, exactly. of this name, so he did that a while ago. Right. But um, I I just think the story is great. You it can't is. write that. You um, can't. You can't write a story. I don't. I don't think people should discredit the championship because of this. It's an honest mistake, and if you say... It could have happened to anyone, and I'm pretty sure this happened to every single... I'm sure it's happened to world titles many times, but see, they have this magical thing called insurance. Right, there is a huge insurance policy on this um, uh, championship. Yeah, there's a lot of insurance policies on those championships. Oh, yeah, definitely. That, that champion, I think, well, how much did they say it was worth? Like $53,000? Yeah, it was something, it was, it was something it was, like that. It was a five-figure belt. It's like, yeah, you're, you're not gonna... Right. Like, I don't know. I would have worn it around my waist, personally. I was. I'm surprised he did not just have it on him and right. look like all of that in the bag of chips. Right. Now that sounds very Ric Flair esque, but I mean, I but don't that's know. That's something that I could see. I could see Chris Jericho doing. Ah, Chris like Jericho that. seems to be a very humble guy, but J 
Jericho's been in this business for He's a while. Been, yeah. I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised he of all people did this. Right. Not to be mean, and he could have been rushing. He could have been starving. Right. You never know. Exactly. Maybe that's why he went to Longhorn Fucking Steakhouse. Right. <laughs> um. Anyways, I did let's, see... let's let's go to a fucking chain yeah, steakhouse. Yeah. I, uh, I I didn't see a lot fucking of... Perry's. Right. God damn it. Well, I they're in Tallahassee. <sighs> The yeah. Tallahassee, well, they're in Florida. Maybe yeah, maybe that's like that the most luxurious of, steakhouse they, they, in the they world. They don't have that kind of crap in Tallahassee. God. Uh, but I, I didn't see a lot of other major news stories come through. Not, not anything like super big. No. Um, destruction is going on with New Japan, so they're doing the Young Lions Cup right now. Okay. Um, which is a pretty significant thing. Generally, a lot of these Young Lions who win right. this are the ones who are the next person to get a gimmick and pushed. Ah, okay. Um, Jay White, for instance, right. won the Young Lions Cup. Oh, okay. So, uh, so that's going on right now. I think they've only done like three or four days, so it's not like anything super big happened. Right. No championship changed. Yeah. I believe the, the next title match is going to be the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team title matches okay. and then the Intercontinental Champion right. match. But that's, I think mid-September. I think that's the 15th and 16th. Oh, okay. So really, we're kind of treading water right, right. now as a part of um, that. So yeah. also, the thing with uh, Casey Catazzaro, we did cover this. Yes. Ricochet has stated publicly that she that the rumors are not true. She's going right. to take some time she's, away. She's still technically signed. Yeah, I, she's I still, she's still, I still saw her on. She's doing house shows. Oh, okay. She's doing house shows still. It's like she's so still. So she's not. So she's not leaving the WWE. She's not retiring no. or anything like that. No, it's, no. She, she's just taken. That's what I thought. I thought that was weird that Casey was still listed on the roster on their performance center. They would not. They would. They would try to keep that girl on. If anybody who could be a really right. big player is Casey Catanzaro. Right. She. I mean, she has the athletic background. Is she has a great look about her. Right. And she seemed to have a decent little bit of charisma yeah, a lot of absolutely. people the last time we saw her was in the royal rumble right and she did great yeah. she was really over she was which was really cool to see yeah absolutely so um anyways i think that pretty much covers everything that like that news, has gone news on wise. this week uh, next weekend, obviously, is Clash of Champions. So we'll do the show immediately after that. So it will be a later upload, obviously. But we'll we'll do the we'll do the prediction. We'll do the um, we'll do the resolution of the show. Uh, we'll do the results, and uh, we'll we'll touch on a small topic or two, or maybe if something major has happened in the news, we'll we'll let you know. Right. But let's go to the major topic when we come back. Right. From our uh, from our break here. And it's going to be transgender competitors right. in professional wrestling, which so, is a, which is a heavy topic. Yeah. And I know I understand that we're we're going to cover this as well. Gonna, we'll, we'll we'll kind of go into it when we come back from yeah, break. Exactly. So right. enjoy your break. Grab a drink. Jack off. Do whatever you need. to
and we are back we wanted to do this later um one for the long amount of viewership that we can get from it which looks really good when we get on itunes right. but this this topic is going to touch on some subjects and it's going to be very heavy yep so this uh, is this nazis get your tumblers ready because we are about to do some heavy hitting we're gonna talk about transgenders now, I'm not going to say anything about it. You do you, boo, and if it makes it right. feel better, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So, so keep in mind that this is not going to be a general discussion on transgender individuals at all or any political implications of it, but we are going to touch on transgender in professional wrestling, right. which is different we're not than, than transgenders in sports because remember this key difference wrestling is scripted so the wins and the losses are not determined by by you know who has this much hormone it, it doesn't matter right. what matters is what the writing tells you so right how does the wrestling landscape tackle this um give us a brief history into transgender because i know you did a lot of research yeah. uh, tiger high into into transgenders in wrestling yes so um, before we go into yeah. it i want to at least give some caveats we're not talking about androgynous competitors like rico or pipinella esquadaza or anything like that right. we're talking about legitimate transgender wrestlers nyla rose candy lee uh, there were a couple of other ones i can't remember them off the top but, of my but head give us a brief history into into why this is important now and that it was just what happened so um, in the past or or where did this all begin who was the first so it's kind of hard to determine on who was the first there were some wrestlers that transitioned after the fact okay and it was kind of hard to find any kind of history based Excuse me, based on it. Okay. So, um, Harley Ryder is the first one that I could find um, as a part of a more... This is the United Kingdom. This is the only United Kingdom current transgender wrestler. So, it was a male-born female now. Transgender whatever. She wrestles on the women's division. Okay. There is Asuka, not the Oscar in WWE this there was an Oscar before right. uh, she is more significant because she trans she transitioned during her career okay so she started her career as a male as a male competitor as a male competitor and then went to a female and she is the first transgender woman to to our knowledge to win a major indie women's championship right. This is only in Japan. But then there's Candy Lee, who is much different than a lot of these other competitors. Once she she got into the business later. I think she was like 30. Right. She is the first woman to hold a championship of some kind right. of a major indie promotion. Yeah. It was it was an intergender. Right. Um so Asuka's thing is still stands as it is. Right. And also WWE have expressed interest in Candy Lee as them as, signing, as, yeah. which would be a major coup. And we're obviously going to have to talk about Nyla Rose, who is the, the first transgender woman to 
sign with a major North American promotion. Right. And that's why she's one our thumbnail. Because she is a point of really a big um, topic here. Right. Because this is – if you don't – you didn't say – you said that it wasn't political. In a way, it kind of is. This is a good political card for we, AEW. We have to, yeah, we have to step in to – well, we can't get political about the morality of such things. But how – how what – what does, if you were AEW right now and this championship match was on the card, how would you book it? What, what are the positives and negatives to Nyla Rose winning – or to what was Ryu. Uh, Ryu. 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 So the smallest girl in the world right, versus a uh, transgender. Ninety-eight pound girl versus I, I don't know how I don't know how heavy Nyla Rose is. I mean, she, I think she's like like two seventy-five or something right. like that. She's she's much she's much larger. Right now. I did not know she was transgendered until somebody told right. me. Right. Well, because she has she has native root. The, the, right. The, it was a Native American root. Yes. And and Native American women, um, at least as far as far as we can tell, tend to be on the bigger side. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what exactly it is. I don't know if it's a lifestyle or diet or something, but they tend to be a lot bulkier anyway. So it's very easy to not know if you, right. if you don't know the history of Nyla Rose, it's very easy to it's very easy to say, oh, she's she's just like uh, you know, she's she's just a big girl. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Not saying that's bad. No. Um. So I'm, and this is significant because Nyla Rose is going to be going for the inaugural AEW Women's World Champion against Ryu. Against Ryu, I believe at the first show. I think October second. Yeah, I think it's the October second show right. when this match is set to happen. Now, so, so AEW booking this match, are they going to have Ryu win, or are they going to have Nyla Rose? win? Nyla Rose win. So let's discuss a little bit on the positives and negatives about letting Ryu win. So with Ryu winning, they <coughs> I don't know what happened there. With Ryu winning, I believe Nyla Rose could be a better chaser than a actual champion. Right. As a part of a credible challenger. Right. Now I'm not saying that she can't be a credible champion at all. But there are some people who are better at going for the belt than being the champion. And we can't right. determine that until that happens. Exactly. But I can see Nyla Rose more as the contender than the then, champion. Right. Well, I can also see her as a credible, dominant champion as well. Right. However... They're really pushing Ryu hard right now, too. They are. Because she's, no no matter if she is 98 pounds with two cinder blocks tied to her ankles and sopping wet, she right, is a very great competitor, right. and it would be a great, a huge underdog story. Right, but she is also facing someone who was technically born as a male. And Not technically. It was definitely a male. Right. She was a male. She is a right. transgender okay. woman. <laughs> so technically has, you know, technically even even though that she, even though she's gone through years of hormonal therapy, her muscle groups are going to be different than that of an average woman. Her bone density is going to be way different. Yes. And this is going to be interesting. And that's another thing is, are are, are women are women are women facing now? I think it would be positive for Nyla Rose to win because 
it, how it, fucking, would, it would make a statement. It would make a statement, make and also statement that that, that brownie yeah. that brownie points with the SJW community and the LGBTQ right. community. But then she's also going to alienate a lot of other people who who might have a problem with even even though she's tech, even though she's not legally or or yeah, male. There are a lot of people in in a lot of communities who might think differently right and and so you're talking with a group of people who are letting a male win a championship but that's that's, that's nothing that's new andy kaufman won the, the wwf, WWF women's champion uh, one santino morella won the wwe women's champion no he didn't oh i thought he did no no he won miss wrestlemania yeah he won miss wrestlemania right. with santino morella right no and, um, and then you got you know then you have harvey whippleman won the women's right. champion and then you have um Oh shoot! Who is that guy winning the women's mo- the inaugural women's Money in the Bank ladder match? Oh, uh, James uh, Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. Yep. Um, so that we don't want to we don't want to group her. We don't want to group Nyla Rose in, into that into that realm. I don't, I don't. I don't. For me personally, I don't see it as that. I think. Okay. I think. Yeah, I think. I don't, I don't see it as that either, either. either. I'm just saying that there are people who would see it that way. Oh, I know there will. And, and, and there might be. The problem. There might be some people who will be mad that Nyla Rose, given maybe her experience, she hasn't been wrestling super long right. either. Uh, maybe given that experience on this big stage exactly. just because she's transgender she gets that title right it's like well what about well, awesome right, kong right. and yeah what about yeah um and, bea presley mm-hmm. and i mean there's a lot of people who have a lot more experience under their belt who probably are more worthy competitors of such a champion but again Again, that that brings it back to what what is the purpose of even putting Nyla Rose in the match in the first place? It's it's the brownie points. It's, it really is. I think I think they're making a political statement. It's a, it's like I said with the whole thing with the transgender thing, you can try to stay as non political as possible, but right. it's it's almost an impossibility. Right. Um, so that's kind of what we're running into, and I know that um, AEW has pushed diversity essentially from the very beginning. Right. And so I, I, I can see the merits in putting the women's champion on on someone who was born a male. Right. Um, well, uh, not just that, because they could just have a male win the belt, a transgender. That's a much that's that's a much different thing right. than just saying. Oh, he's gay. And that's why I said, let's keep the homosexual competitors and the androgynous characters out of this conversation because that's another conversation for another day. Um, I mean, I think, I think, I think more people, if you were totally ignorant, would accept a homosexual as a wrestler than a transgender as a wrestler. Right. Because then you're, you're, you're going into some territory where when you're booking this match, because of course they're going to determine who wins and who loses. Do they have a competitor of that size and stature with that amount of credit? Well, I mean, not, not like wrestling credibility, but, but with that amount of, as a part of the transgender or if Nyla Rose wins the belt. Right. Do, well, do they put Ryu over that? Do they put Ryu as a as a woman, mm-hmm. like born and raised woman, but also she's twenty. Rose. Also she's twenty two right. and very small. And like, like I said, this is so, a, this well, yeah, this match itself is a very big. David versus Goliath. It's a David versus Goliath, but it's also a big thing is of do we push Ryu as a 
super big underdog against Nyla Rose, or do we go for the transgender winning a championship brownie points? Because because if you if there's there can only be one inaugural champion. Because if you if you have if you have Nyla Rose win the match, dude. Will it, it's hard because at some point in time you have to say, well, she doesn't have just that physical competitive edge because she's a bigger gal, but right. she literally has different muscular densities, bone densities because she was born a different a, a different, different mindset, mindset as a part of training. Exactly, and you know you can take as many hormones as you want, but there's going to be something inherent to her. There are going to be some things that you can you can you can take the you can bring down the testosterone levels to zero. You can do the sex reassignment surgery, but you cannot change the density of bones very easily. Right, you cannot change the muscular structures very easily and men do tend to have bigger muscular right. structures and, and, and you're right there, there might be a lot of people that will get really pissed off that nyla rose who is technically born a male now a female transgender is winning the women's champion they they could they're really skirting a really interesting line yeah they here. are and see that's where it gets interesting because when you're when you're talking about traditional sports like for example there have been a lot of races where women who who were um uh who were technically born males or, or women who have features of both sexes hermaphrodites yeah right uh yeah, hermaphrodites participating in races, and they are perceived to have a competitive advantage because they are male. Right, right? and that's female. and that's that's another interesting thing thing to get right. into is hermaphrodites in these competitors because, I mean, there there are essentially choose their own gender. There are MMA fighters right. that were hermaphrodites and transgender. They're already ahead of the curve. They were ahead of the curve for like ten years, but there was um I can't, I can't remember her name. There was a there was a women's fighter right now um i was listening to the joe rogan interview i did not write down the name which i'm really pissed about yeah that she's transgender born a man right uh trained as a man for a while and then now is a woman but the thing is is that this she has the facial she looks like a woman but she has you can just tell there's massive muscles huge and it's like, it looks like a woman on steroids. Right. And not to be offensive, but you can look at her and say, it looks like a guy in a wig. Right. And like I said, this is not taking away from her femininity whatsoever. Right, but... Because I don't care. I have no dog, I have no dog in the fight. But again, you do, you do have that. And she's crushing it. She's killing everybody because she has... She has the muscular structure of a man. Right. Her punching power is going to be so much greater than... Uh, a born and raised and taught woman, right? You know, who who have different bone and and muscular structures, right? So, so when we're talking about Nyla Rose, we're not talking about the we're not talking about the political aspects of having a woman win because obviously they get the brownie points for right. for for doing someone who is transgender winning, but from a physicality standpoint. There are not a lot of women who can match. No. Nyla Rose. Right. And, I mean, there's Awesome Kong. They can. Right. I mean, but she's just a big woman. Right. We've seen, but we've also seen people who have... We've seen Nyla Rose wrestle. Right. She was up against Ryu and Sheeta. Yeah. It was a great match. I, was, I think that was one of my more favorite matches on Double or Nothing. Yeah. It was such a great match. 
Um, and with, obviously with their booking, and I think this is where that pro wrestling thing comes into play, they can book Nyla Rose as a monster and still lose as a part of a David versus Goliath. Right, exactly. But, but how... But how how do I don't know? It's 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 just a matter of booking. How how do they justify having a ninety eight pound girl essentially beating a oh, someone who has the muscular structure of a man? Right, who's two seventy? Who's two seventy five? Yeah, who is almost three times her and size? And I, I think I think and that's that, why. How will that make the transgender community look weaker? I didn't think about that. It could be. I mean, we don't. I mean, we don't. We don't see a lot kind of, of. I mean, what kind of? Again, we're going back into the politics here. How will that be viewed right. on a cultural level? Right, and it's it's hard to say. To be honest, this is a wait and see because we've never in, in North America we've never had this experience. Right, we can say, oh, we can go to Japan, but the transgender community in Japan is much more accepted than it is here. Right, this is a much different world. This is, and this is the first transgender to sign with a major, major television, you know, big time stage on TV, North American. This, this is a this is a, is a much different avenue that we have never seen, and to be honest, I don't think wrestle I don't think the wrestling fan will be as jaded as um, a lot of people are going to. There's going to be some. There are there are. I mean, and, but people and, and people going accept back on that. There there has been a lot of crackdown with bigotry in the wrestling amongst the fans. Right. Um. People people. You know, like you've seen stories about that that wrestler ringside doing the Nazi salutes, yep. and then getting kicked out, and then coming back in. Um, there's a lot of backlash against those kinds of people. There was there was JBL who did that too. Right. He did the Nazi salutes and stuff. He was fired from his first um, Fox affiliate program oh, really? with finances because of it. Yeah, I think this happened like 2005. Oh, okay. well, yeah, I know. I know about the JBL Nazi salute. Yeah, but it's not. It's, it's, this, it's illegal. It's illegal for pol if you're going to do it for a political. But, but thing. this that's different. We're talking about fans. We're not talking about wrestlers. Right. We're talking about fans who legitimately do not, and so my my point is that there are, there's still a lot of hatred out there, even amongst wrestling fans. Well, of course there is. There's always going to be. Nyla Nyla Rose is, has an uphill battle from the word go, right? Um, because of because uh, honestly because of this decision, right? And and depending on how they book her. Um, not not only for the match on October second, but but also the match, but in the also future. in the future. They're they're walking they're walking a line they're they're walking a really fine line oh yeah um and and putting her well you know I I can't say that you can't put her in the title scene too soon but in my opinion it almost seems like it's too soon I, I think, think it, it might be, be honestly I, I think I, that's I think that's, that's why because, because they are literally taking a chance and making an experiment but we're with, we're but with this match they are they are testing the. They are testing the political will. And this is a statement saying this is this is happening and we're really going to make history. I mean, right now she's making history. Yeah. Um, as a part of, you know, being a transgender, going for a major women's championship in mainstream. Yeah. So there is definitely that. And I think this is a great way to kick off their show because this is going to get a lot of eyeballs oh, yeah, on that it fucking is, product. It is. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to generate a lot. It, obviously, it's generating buzz with us because it's something that, that we need to talk about. Right. It is. And I think the discussion can be 
I think it, I think it might be premature to make the discussion on if this is a good thing. Um, at least, at least, at least for North America. Right. Right. Because we need to see how the audience responds. Right. That is how this is going to work. Is if I mean, obviously, people accept Nyla Rose as a competitor because she is one of the biggest things in wrestling right now. At, at least in women's, women's division wrestling. wrestling. Right, but but I mean, if if Nyla Rose didn't sign with WWE, if uh, they she didn't sign with AEW, WWE would be talking with her like nobody's business. Right, but but then it comes down to, then it, it just comes down to what, how do you book this? How do you right. book this? And, right, and so I can't I can't say I mean yeah, this, this is like, a this is a like, rock. Do you, yeah, do you do you make her do you make her win? And send a statement to the women's division by saying that because she's different, somehow she's more dominant than you? Or or do you have Ryu win and then say that people like her can be anybody? Can, well, or or can or somehow she's not as good. We'll have to see. So um, I, I mean, we've been on for about 21 minutes. I really don't have much else to say. I guess, I guess, really, it's a see and wait time. A wait and see. Mm-hmm. A wait and see. But, but I think that AEW is playing a big gamble with this, and I, I think, think, I think that I think in the long run it's going to be a positive. Obviously, right. it's always going to be a positive, but. With with the acknowledgement that there is still a lot of hate amongst wrestling fans, what are the short term risks right. associated? I'm not saying that in the short term it's going to be a good or a bad thing, but I think you are going to this is, this essentially is, put wrestlers into two wrestling fans into two camps. Oh yeah, this, this is this is during the pot. pot. And, and I'm, I'm excited, excited for it. it. Oh, um, yeah. This I'm, is, I'm, I'm really excited for it. So. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're going to have a great match. match. Oh, they, yeah. These it's two these two have really awesome. good chemistry. Um, this, this is a history-making moment uh, for, oh, yeah. for all of wrestling. Yeah. And hopefully, I th- I have faith that AEW will make the right call. Yes. on And if somehow it does bring up a little bit of controversy... I think they can. It's not a bad thing. No, I think they can pivot it to work in their favor. Absolutely. So I think it's all good. Um, and honestly, with this, there could be transgender wrestling fans who won't be as hesitant on going for it because obviously it can happen. Obviously, a major wrestling promotion has signed a transgender. A transgender woman could transition into a man, and. And that would be a whole nother conversation. Right. This, this is this because because you can build on top. You can build muscle mass on top, but you can never take it away. Right. And that's the difference. Um. And obviously, the whole thing with the transgender, we just can't do it in 22 minutes. Right. Um. There's a lot more to go into it, but really, the thing that we were talking about was really the Nyla Rose thing. Um. With Candy Lee talking with WWE and the. Places that have already done it. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious to see on how people have reacted. Yeah, exactly. I know, I know with Japan, they've accepted it for a very long time. Right. But, you know, you're talking about Japan versus the United States, where, right. you know, we still have the majority of people who watch wrestling who are of that conservative crowd. Right. So, what what are you trying to, you know, what, what's AEW say? Right. right. What what is AEW going to say with this 
Um, oh, absolutely. And, and so that, to me, is more interesting than the match itself. I, I'm more interested in seeing how this is booked right. than anything because no matter what way they're going to book, they're going to make a statement. So all right, right. we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Awesome. I, yeah, I think we've done everything. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, we'll be taking a short break after this. We'll Wait, no, no, no. We're done. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess we're done. <laughs> I'm like, that, that was the main topic. I have nothing else to say for the show. That's it. Oh, okay. I didn't know if there was anything else. Nope. Um, but well, guys, guys, thank you very much for watching. watching. Um, if you enjoyed it, subscribe, follow, do whatever you need to do. We're, I'm hoping we'll be on Apple T or Apple Podcasting at some point. Hopefully soon. Um, but we'll buy our time. And, uh, you know, become a patron. Follow us on our social medias. And, as always, be majestic. Thank you for listening to the Pro Wrestling Zone Podcast, a Majestic production. If you enjoyed this program, feel free to follow us on all social media platforms. Links in the description section of wherever you're watching this. We are on all channels. We will be doing this once at least a week. And we will let you know when we go live. Also, if you want to support us further and get great exclusive content, including watch parties, merchandise, signings, and any and all future shows, become a patron today at patreon.com forward slash majestic P. That again is patreon.com forward slash majestic P. Thank you guys for watching. Enjoy the rest of your day, evening, or morning, and as always, be majestic.